Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy, I'm Ben Slowey. And today on the show, I have with me, in his home, uh, Mr. Josh Roy. Uh, he uh, is a uh, muralist, graphic, uh, uh, graphic designer, painter, fire spinner. He does a lot of stuff. Um, and uh, he's got a lot of really uh, amazingly uh, trippy and surreal artwork. Uh, here in his home, and I'm excited to talk to him all about his uh, artistry, why he does what he does, and all the things that he does. So, Josh, thank you for letting me uh, uh, do the show here, and also thank you for being on the show. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. You bet, man. How are you doing today? How, how's your day been? Uh, so far, so good. I uh, just dropped off some new t-shirts I made at Knuckleheads here in Milwaukee, and they're also going to be in stores on State Street in Madison. Uh, that's gonna be the third store now that I've got my artwork in so a lot of like posters t-shirts stickers Coasters like kind of smaller stuff is what I've been getting into sure. this last summer trying to keep it Affordable for people who don't have a ton of money to invest in artwork But you know like my stuff and want to have something to kind of like take with them and kind of propel my own name into the world in a way, it's more just like the connections you make and like like leaving somebody with something mm. to like take with them. So uh, yeah, I guess awesome. I wanted to give you one of these stickers. Oh, this is thank like you, my man. logo on it. Appreciate it. So I was gonna ask you. You said stickers, and I love stickers. I was gonna ask you for one. So thank you. <laughs> Appreciate sure, it, man. Um, I should have brought you one of my own, but another time. Um, cool. Uh, well, yeah, man. It sounds like uh, you uh, going into this next year. You um, have a lot of a. Uh, a lot of promising things ahead of you. Um, yeah, kind of been like combining um, my talents to kind of get me into events and bigger, bigger um, opportunities than I've ever had before. So uh, I started off kind of live painting at concerts here locally, especially at the Miramar Theater. I've also gone and kind of traveled to like bigger festivals and. Mm -hmm. Live painting something I've kind of just been doing within the last two, three years now. Yeah. Um, before that, um, I went to school f at UW-Madison. It's kind of around the time I started, you know, pushing my artwork more as a career mm -hmm. and taking it seriously. And kind of the way I started off was in screen printing companies. So, like, my first job was printing shirts manually in a factory. And it was, it was a lot of hard work and hard hours and not a lot of pay, but... It got me the experience and the quali qualifications to get a graphic design gig, like designing shirts. So I kind of moved to Milwaukee, bounced around different companies. There was a time I was working for Brew City down in the Third Ward. They're like kind of one of the more recognized brands here <coughs> in Milwaukee. Sure. So just kind of built up those experiences and kind of used them for my own brand and my own look and kind of using that information and all the things I learned on my journey to kind of like progress my own state of artistry. Yeah, totally. So, Damn. Like yeah. Kind of the first thing I, I did was like make 150 t-shirts for like a festival down in Florida called Huluween. Oh, that was wow. back in 2015 and I sold all of them and like people were super stoked on the tie-dyes, like I hand did all of them. 
I drew out the design, I was selling all of these like two people face to face and feel like all the connections I made, you know, like continued, you know, to this day and you know, people that started following my artwork or who liked, you know, what I was doing and kind of like wanted to see my progression. So it feels like the more opportunities I seek out and the more times I just get out in the world and do it myself instead of waiting for someone else to like provide the opportunity yeah, to me. totally. You know, because a lot of times in the beginning it was like super risky, like, you know, you're not supposed to necessarily be doing, you know, certain sales and things the way right, I was. Yeah. but kind of the environment itself provided the opportunity and the numbers of people coming from all different parts of the country so mm -hmm. it was definitely like a good stepping stone for me in a totally way. what have been some of your like biggest inspirations in uh, your artwork um you know with your experimentations with the imagery and the color and whatnot yeah i guess i've always kind of gravitated toward this certain style um it's just kind of been a progression of what I like, what I don't like. There's a lot of artists I follow on like Instagram. There's a lot of artists that I follow just from going to art school. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So kind of learning the fundamental basics of, you know, theory and color and, you know, everybody kind of gravitates towards what they like. And I guess this is my, my style, you know, yeah. like it's what I like to do. It's, it's the way I like to present myself and the way I see the world yeah. in a way. Do you have a favorite color? Uh, probably blue. I like blue, blue too. Yeah. I'd like to think of myself as a pretty cool guy just in general, but... <laughs> no pun intended. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so a lot of times like the murals I've done here in Milwaukee, like blue is usually my starting point. It's usually where I start the piece just in general because I don't know, I like the movement of water just in general, and mm -hmm. I don't know, just gravitate toward it. So I did a mural here at the Miramar Theater, like that was awesome because I had been going there for years and kind of getting the opportunity to have something permanently there just was, yeah. was great because even though I'm not there necessarily, like my artwork is. So What was the show or slash event? Uh, it wasn't during an event. Uh, we painted it during the day. Um, me and f like four other artists, um, two of them being like nationally known and having yes. a, like a very large following, they were the ones that actually started it, it. And then I basically came in with other friends later and then added on and basically expanded it. So this thing's maybe like, I don't know, 50 feet by yeah. like 25, 20 feet tall-ish, I don't know. We used scaffolding to get up to that height though, so mm -hmm. it was kind of a fun opportunity that I'd never experienced before and it's also kind of led to the newest one that I've done over at Mad Planet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, live painting there with a friend who was DJing, like I met the owner, I kind of established a relationship and I had the opportunity to put all my artwork up in this dance club over in River West and it's been displayed for maybe the last five or six months now. Tight. And then basically I just presented to her my idea of doing a very large mural on the outside and she was game for it. You know, like uh, apparently someone had ripped her off, you know, saying they would do art and then never did. Mm -hmm. So like I wanted to like do it and then do it well and do it at an affordable price that like I could still like get my artwork out into the world and like get people to 
see it and kind of mm -hmm. like get more talk and generate, you know, just keep doing what I'm doing. So mm -hmm. like right now, my big goal is to like move out and start doing live painting and networking in Chicago and trying to like use any opportunity or people that I know out there to kind of like progress live painting, not just locally here, but trying to like go bigger and further with it and trying to like expand my reach into new places and new cities that I haven't mm -hmm. been before. Totally. How long have uh, you been doing it full time? Um, this summer is when I started like putting all 40 hours a week into my artwork and really pushing it and just kind of networking and you know finding more opportunities and vending a lot definitely yeah. Vending, yeah. you know I invested a lot in getting a nice canopy everything to display my work you know putting in a lot of time to like make a lot of paintings that were affordable using like spray paint acrylic kind of mixing mediums and just kind of like trying to create something quickly but that resonates with people mm -hmm. and like has like a very impactful effect so like a lot of times it's very just like strategic and thought out. Sometimes it's very just like free flowing, just kind of going into it without any expectations and just kind of working more and more with the medium. Cause I think it was when I was going to college in Madison, I would always see this guy spray painting live on the street and like playing Pink Floyd and like everyone yeah. would be walking around and stopping to look. And you know, I just watched and do it like a, a ton like I was definitely resonating with it and I basically just started doing it myself sure. at a certain point has um on that note has music kind of been like a uh, like a source of like uh, of inspiration or like part of your creative process yeah definitely I'm always listening to music when I'm painting it's the best way in my opinion and yeah. especially at live events you know like it's fun to live paint, but as far as the amount of work I get done, it's usually way more in the studio. But mm -hmm. I feel like it also like lets people know like how much time goes into these paintings because when yeah. I'm like kind of picking away at a little section and bringing up the like tones and colors, you know, people get a real like understanding of why there's so much value in these original paintings. So what I've been doing is like reproducing a lot of these originals as posters that I'm selling for like 20, 25 a pop and then people can get their own framing or I can build framing. I've been kind of investing in finding different ways to display my work more professionally mm -hmm. and I don't know I had a friend buy a $25 print and then spend a hundred dollars on a custom frame and yeah, it was nice. like why am I not building these myself you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Totally. And then also uh, with the fire spinning, like I've been doing that now well, like eight years. I started back when I was in college, uh, when I went to summer camp music festival, and I had oh, yeah. these older friends that were so cool and doing that, and you know Illinois, it was like kind right? of my first experience yeah. with it. And then uh, after that, I just wanted to try it myself, and it wasn't really long after that I like started with the fire because I just wanted to like have that experience of the fire around me, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, and just kind of moving with it. And I don't know, I haven't stopped ever since. It's been like eight years now, sure. so. Yeah, how exactly does it work? So it's basically Kevlar soaked in white gas, which is kerosene, and then it's lit on fire and it burns the fuel, the f like fumes coming off of it are what's um, burning. So eventually, like, they do burn out. Mine lasts maybe, like, five, six minutes. 
but right in the beginning is the most fun because it's when the most fire is coming off of them. And uh, I just got uh, like basically performer's insurance for the first time now. So like I'm presenting myself doing fire spinning in more like professional manner. Now I'm able to like do events and get booked for gigs, do indoor events this Halloween. I was spinning fire inside of the Majestic Theater in oh, Madison, right. and that was like the first time I've ever heard of that happening there. Yeah, you know, right. and that was awesome. Like, you know, the connections I made, like living in Madison, living in Eau Claire, like all these different places I was at a certain point in my life. Like, I made friendships, and I continue to like maintain those friendships, and then like provide opportunities to my friends. You know, so like the other weekend I was at. Uh, this event where like a whole entire hotel was rented out for this like electronic music festival and Damn. it was a lot of fun it was a good time oh, there were like shit. six stages a lot of production time spent and I got in I tried as a live painter but there were a ton of live painters already so they weren't really wanting to like give me a free ticket and let me in you know and have this opportunity and they were wanting cuts and stuff but and I was like, hey, I'm a fire spinner too, and like I do this professionally, and here's my, you know, link, check out my video, like check out my work and stuff. And basically was able to do the entire event on my own terms because of that skill, you know what I mean? So it was yeah. like if I had just been live painting, it wouldn't have happened, but like kind of having other talents and other things that I'm passionate about and I've been pursuing for years, I feel like are opening new doors and you know, it's kind of like the combination of these different loves in my life are kind of like providing all these different opportunities like one might not have on its own. And like even, you know, writing music and stuff, like I've definitely been doing a lot of that very recently and just getting a big connection with music and just having another outlet to like release what's inside and like yeah. what you're dealing with in your own life and like putting it out there in like a very like honest way where people like resonate with that and they're like wow I feel that same way too because like it's raw you know what I mean yeah, like that's yeah, the ultimate totally. connection is like human emotion because mm -hmm. it's, like, it's something that we can all relate to yeah yeah exactly um so yeah I think something that uh definitely you said that sticks out is uh how you meet so many people, like, at all these different experiences, whether it's a festival, an event, you know, through mm -hmm. traveling, and, you know, you share with them what you're doing, and they can instantly, like, gravitate towards that, you know, they can instantly find that connection. For and sure. That's why, like, I, you know, I, I think that festival culture is just, like, a very beautiful thing, uh, because it develops so much, like, uh, feelings of like oneness with people sure. like everyone is all sharing a beautiful moment together mm -hmm. like they can all come from completely different places backgrounds you know whatever it is but they're all here like enjoying like you know you know an amazing totally. musical experience or they're it's out separated in nature from the everyday experience yeah. and like everybody coming to them they're all traveling from different places in different yeah. states of their own life you know and everybody's kind of like interacting in a way that's different you know what I mean? Because, right. like, it's just different the way you interact with people in that environment. Josh is going to show us a little artwork here. 
Alright, here's some of my artwork. I've been vending a lot of lately, so these are all like paintings I did with spray paint. So my main goal was like keeping all of these under $100. So I've got some of these in different stores, obviously what I'm not showing you now, but some of them are going to be in the wellness center over on Center Street. It's like this new kind of yoga studio place that's just starting off and I'm looking to like put a bunch of my artwork inside and kind of nice. reach a new audience I wouldn't otherwise. So this one is uh, acrylic paint built back onto the spray paint. So like it's always fun to kind of go back in and add my own style to this kind of like, you know, space, yeah. you know, environment that, you know, comes across really quickly yeah. and easily with spray paint. I like so that's that why I'm able to keep these at like such affordable prices for the most part. It's when I'm painting back into the Adventure Time treehouse. I just started watching Adventure Time this year. Yeah. It's great. It is. It's a good one. It's like not just for kids, but there's like a definitely like more adult themes and elements yeah. that are a little bit darker than yeah. most like children's yeah. cartoons. <laughs> it's like these ones I've been selling them like 25 a piece. Uh, and these are all a lot of my like stickers, uh, enamel pins, different things like that I sell for like two for five, five bucks for the big ones. but. You know, just kind of making more items I can sell for cheaper prices and offering more options than just like a poster or, you know, just kind of having... But more tangible stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So this one uh, is like a fish and like a seahorse. I've been picking away slowly but surely at this. Yeah. And it's really getting close. Wow. I'm building a frame for it. So afterwards yeah. it'll be framed. Sure. This one uh, I've sold now. Um, I love this. This is dope. Yeah, I was painting this one strictly at reggae concerts all ah, summer in okay. Milwaukee. Tight. So I was basically just going to these free concerts and basically just showing up and painting and bringing some artwork and meeting people and sharing my artwork. And I actually had a commissioned painting because of it. So the Caddish Park series I met. Uh, this guy who wanted me to paint the skyline from Caddish Park. Oh, yeah. And it was a very like iconic place. So when I was painting it at the show, uh, a lot of people were really re like just super pumped about it. Yeah. Like, whoa, I can yeah. see what you're doing like right here because we're all here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's, you know, nothing like abstract about it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It was, and, and it's nice to kind of like push myself into different avenues as well. So this one is a collaboration I'm doing with my friend Kevin. We've been picking yeah. away at this for a little while now, but that's a really intricate It's combining piece. a lot of different styles and ways that he likes to think about art and the ways that I like to think about art and then just kind of like going off of those thoughts and just seeing where it takes you because I don't know, I'm wanting to collaborate with artists in Chicago. Like I'm wanting to collaborate with artists who have like bigger names and different styles and are established and like I want to understand how they do it and like mm -hmm. what they're doing and like honestly I feel like there's tons of people in this world that you know are willing to like show you the way you just gotta ask you, you yeah. just gotta gotta you know put yourself out there exactly that's right. the main thing and a lot of people you know are like especially with art just in general like it's a completely different feeling to like put it out into the world confidently and be like, 
this is my artwork and I believe in this and I'm not afraid, you know, if someone's going to be hating on it or, you know, giving me shit. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, like, I don't know, it's, it's different because like in the art studio, there is no judgment. There are no people. It's like, right. it's safe. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just another way of taking it further. Yeah. And uh, this guy started as a live painting at the hotel music festival I was at <laughs> over Thanksgiving, and it was nice. a ton of fun. These are going to be Orioles, and then it's oh, like a yeah. face inside of the entire thing. I I don't know, this started off as kind of just a free form, like no idea where it was going to be going, which sometimes those are the most frustrating, but also the most rewarding when like you kind of see how it comes at the end. But a this one, Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, this was super calculated. So like I used stencils, spray paint, built back into it with acrylic paints, you know, Everybody's making money off Star Wars yeah, now that right, we got yeah. Disney Plus and everything, exactly. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Then uh, I've also been doing a lot of like boxes. So this is like a big old cigar box That's that cool. I'm painting for my friend who's living in Colorado. And this is the view of the mountain from her back porch. Sure. So that was just like my idea of kind of like putting her into the starry night, you know, oh, which yeah, is what sure. she wanted. Oh, yeah. So I felt like it was kind of like. I don't know. It's fun to do art for friends, especially when I know they're going to see it every day and think of me and, yeah. you know, it's just, like, nice to kind of have connections right. with people like that because in a way, like... It's like a connection you know, that will yeah. just always be, it will always, like, be alive no matter yeah. where you are or where this person is. Like, sure. It's always there. And it's always nice to kind of, like, hear about things like that or connections I've had in the past years ago. You know, someone I met once and never have thought about since type thing. Right. And then, like, I meet them years later and they're like, oh, I remember you yeah. and you were doing this. And, you know, this is when right. I met you and I remember that time in my life. Yeah. And maybe not them necessarily, but, like, what I was experiencing when I met them. You right. know what I mean? Type thing. So The timelessness just, of that connection. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It almost, like, kind of puts it into a different realm almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like... For sure. Yeah. And so you also do the tapestries as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So this was a painting back two, two and a half years ago I started. And once it was finished, I redid the whole thing digitally. I put in layers, gradients, all done in Adobe Illustrator, each line, each fill. It took a lot of time, yeah. but like the detail is just phenomenal. And like, yeah, I want to just keep doing stuff like this, you know? So the next big step for me is uh, buying a new computer. Yeah. <laughs> I need <laughs> because, a Because uh, yeah. got to dust off the old college one and it, yeah. you know, it's got some cobwebs on it and yeah. whatnot at mm -hmm. this point. So then we've got uh, Josh's workplace right here, uh, his easel. Uh, what are you working on now? Uh, this is a spray paint piece that I started off and now I'm building back into it with acrylic. Um, just layer by layer I'm also using some fluorescent glow paint. Um, some of the spray paint glows as well. So that's what it looks like in just the black light and then the regular lighting. So I like it when there's like hidden imagery, hidden things happening when kind of the light interacting with the piece is almost like revealing more layers or more of what's underneath it. This is another one I'm just started the other day. So these are really the newest pieces I've got right now. 
So it's got a lot of this glow paint on it again. Just building it up layer by layer. A lot of times I'll like just fill the whole piece and then leave it sit for a few weeks or however long until I'm feeling like inspired again to hit it with something else. So I use some uh, spray paint down here with fluorescent paint, you know, so it kind of makes it glow and just kind of working back and forth between just black light and then just regular lighting sure. and then kind of, you know, so knowing what it's going to look like as a final product. Totally. I've noticed that uh, you like to work with uh, the night sky a lot in these pieces. Yeah, it's really easy to achieve with spray paint. It's so fast and like, you know, there's so many videos of people on YouTube showing people how to do it. So it's really like out there if you want to learn how to do it. Oh, it's nice. like just watch some videos, yeah. practice it, give it a shot. You know, I've been doing the spray paint specifically maybe like six years now, something like that. So. Awesome. It's kind of been building slowly, but cool. surely. Yeah, for sure. And then we've got some pieces in the back over here. Um, more glow stuff, I see. Yeah, that was the first uh, glow piece I've actually had ever done. Um, and this painting here, so like I've done this image into like enamel pins, into stickers. Yeah. I've made them into like different graphics for events, things like that. So just kind of like taking an original painting and then doing it digitally kind of allows me to use my very like flowing kind of abstract painting style and then like convey it digitally where I can basically mass produce different things sure. and kind of like have a further reach with it than displaying one painting in one gallery mm -hmm. you know and someone happens to walk up on it which you know, I'm not getting right now, so I kind of got to make it happen for myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Until I am in galleries and more places and recognized, you know? Yeah, and for sure. Awesome, dude. Well, uh, and then you have a little Milwaukee uh, skyline down here. Yeah. Um, that looks pretty cool. So this one's got spray paint on it, too. Um, and then I basically stenciled the Milwaukee skyline, built it up with paint marker, combining different elements to ultimately create like a very iconic piece. So I've been doing this same theme but on different canvases, on different styles and you know people love to have an original piece that the paint hit the canvas and like there's only one, you know yeah. what I mean? So like each one is a variation, is different, like is unique in its own regard. So I feel like people gravitate toward them more than like a poster you know, yeah, where it's right. easier to print and like sell, but it's harder to like make at a large yeah. volume. Yeah. So. All right, Josh is going to show us a little bit about uh, what he's working on now, what he's cooking up for uh, 2020. So this is my iPad, the last real nice thing I gifted myself. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've been working on this Milwaukee coloring book. So. This is going to be really awesome when it's done here. Some of the first three pages I'm showing you now. So this is Summerfest grounds when you're kind of like riding that trolley thing in through the air. And then this one is downtown. So I put this kind of like crazy creature in the skyline <laughs> to just kind of add yeah. my own style and like my own look to it, you know, and just break up the monotony of the, you know, gridded skyline so like combining my own style with 
you know, the iconic buildings and different yeah, scenes right. you would be seeing from any perspective living in Milwaukee. This one is for People Fest. This is a music festival this summer. I'm doing the art for. So this is all done on the digital iPen for the iPad using the program Procreate. So you can just kind of like get in there zooming and Damn, see all the different the layers. On the <laughs> yeah, so there's all yeah. these different brushes and effects and things that you can do. And I got it for this program specifically. All the different layers you can turn on and off. So it's just a lot of fun. That is really cool. And it's how I did uh, my first official music festival poster for Moondance last year. Great time, great opportunity, great people. It was a bluegrass music festival. And yeah, the really, one of my favorite parts though is uh, there's a setting where you can rewatch the time lapse of the entire piece. So this is literally the first steps of what happened. And it wow. looks pretty ridiculous. But, you know, you got to start somewhere. Damn. So then you can wow. zoom through it, see all the different layers I added through the way, kind of what I didn't like, what I did like, <laughs> how it got to where it did. So <laughs> that's really cool. There's a lot of time that goes into these. But the opportunity to like have my artwork seen by so many people and just sharing my views and my vision and seeing what it brings back you know like that's really what it's all about this one i made after moon dance it was to commemorate jeff austin who is a bluegrass musician part of yonder and my first year ever at summer camp first festival ever he was who got me into bluegrass music to begin with nice. so like when he passed away he was going to play at Moondance, so I felt like I need to make, like, a commemorative poster. And people have just really been generous with it. Awesome. And I've been putting the proceeds to his family fund, so helping out his wife and kids and, you know. And All right, Josh. Well, um, as we're uh, winding down here, what do we got behind us? Because this uh, is, like, this the is coolest. The painting I've got. It's been a few years in the making. Uh, I kept being done with it and then picking it up again yeah. so now i'm just kind of adding all the different seasons into it and it's basically like the idea is the open road and that feeling in the summertime when there's a road of possibilities and you yeah. have no idea what could be could be good could be bad but either way you're gonna go down it you know yeah <laughs> well josh uh this has been uh wonderful to uh Hear about your creative process yeah. about seeing all the work that you're doing and it looks like 2020 will be a big year for you for sure so as we close out i ask this, the same two questions to everyone i have in the show so josh what keeps you up at night um not noisy neighbors that's for sure yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> a few years ago it might have been different when uh, you were yeah. my neighbor but <laughs> yeah we made some noise yeah fun fact he lived in uh the old j3 studios before it was j3 studios and we took it over what puts you to sleep though um, what puts me to sleep? Yeah. Um, staying up late, my contacts drying out because I'm looking at a painting or my artwork and it's super late. 
and I realize I need to go to bed. That'll get you. <laughs> I'm like falling asleep as it is type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, man. good to see you. Yeah, likewise. Uh, so, uh, um, I'll be posting links to Josh's uh, design work. Get in touch with him, and uh, yeah, I'll be getting uh, some links to all, uh, all of his art. Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.